Hello and welcome to Ditching Hourly. I'm Jonathan Stark. Today I've got an audio excerpt from an answer I provided on my YouTube channel. You can check it out at thejonathanstarkshow.com and it'll redirect you to YouTube if you're into watching videos. Otherwise, you can just listen to the audio here on the podcast. Enjoy. Hey, Jonathan here. I've got a question from Design Build Solutions and it is, thanks Jonathan. Is your use of advice retainers different from a design retainer, or have you moved away from that model altogether? Okay, so let's define some terms here. Um, advisory retainers are were for a long time a big part of my business when I was doing mobile consulting. Very lucrative, very useful to me, and very good for my clients. And what an advisory retainer is, is that a client pays you, usually on a monthly, maybe quarterly basis, to have access to your expertise. You're, it's true consulting. You are answering questions. They are, they are consulting with you. You're not building stuff. You're not maintaining stuff. You're not supporting things. Uh, it's not prepayment for some hours that you're going to do. It's an insurance policy that they pay every month to help ensure that they are making the right decisions during some tumultuous time or during some risky project. Uh, it's usually a, a they're usually doing something that they have to do right now and it's really important that they get it right the first time and they want to hedge their bets by paying an expert in the space to help them make sure that this, the project is going to be a success the first time. So uh, so that to me that's a that's the sort of prototypical advisory retainer. It's, you're not building anything, you're just giving it, you're making yourself available to uh, answer questions. Now the next part of the question is, Different from is it different from a design retainer? And I think the word design here is a little vague. So, you know, there, des, designers do lots of different things. It's not all design, in my opinion, or maybe that's an overstatement. It's not that it's not design. It's certainly at different. the The design is happening at very different levels. Let's put it like that. So, if you are uh, let's say you're going to design the user experience for some new application, you know, the next Uber or something. And, and uh, up front, you're, you're going to design um, the the whole user journey, the workflow, the, the everything from like the from the sign up process through to the onboarding to the free trial to the conversion to customer to blah, 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 blah. That whole it could be that whole marketing flow or it could be that whole sales flow it could be the, the user experience of the application itself. Um, it could be the design of the backend infrastructure, the architecture of the whole thing. Like, how is it going to scale? How's it gonna, how are we going to do disaster recovery? What happens if it fails over? There's so many, like that high-level design, that early stage kind of um, foundational design. To me, that is, uh, that's more valuable. Let's put it like that. That's more valuable than than design way farther down the the downstream from there where you're like kerning letters. I mean, that's still a design activity, but it's not going to have the same impact as like deciding what the thing should do, you know, or like who the customer is or, you know, that sort of big picture stuff that happens early, early, early. And then downstream, you're just like kerning letters or, or whatever, like tweaking a color. Those things are not, uh, they're not, not important but they're nowhere near going to have the same effect as like setting up a system architecture for uh, a startup that needs to scale to $100 million in sales a year. It's just, op- just completely different level. 
So if we look back at the question, a design retainer, again, your expert, if your expertise is in design and you set up, it's still an advisory retainer, you're just advising them about design. So it's not that you are, um, you're, not ex- you're not executing stuff. You're not creating a style. I mean, maybe you would create a style guide or not. No, not really. It's more, it's just straight advice. So like design retainer, it's going to, it would be like, um, we've got a big design team, you know, we've got a 40 de- designers and 80 developers or a hundred developers. And we're working on this big release of a new product. Um, what was that? Like, fr- I think it was fresh books. They had fresh books and they designed a, a sort of a different name, a completely a fresh books too, but it was a completely different name, completely built from scratch. They, they sold it as an independent thing. They got their own customers and they're like, guess what? This is fresh books too. And then they just sort of flipped it over. That was a huge undertaking. It, I can imagine a situation where they would want access to someone who is like a worldwide expert on designing um, user experience for a SaaS or whatever. And they want that person on call. Maybe they want that person to sit in on weekly design review meetings or something and just and just be the voice of reason, make sure that uh, the business and the design teams are communicating properly, uh, make sure that everything's on track to meet the ultimate goal, which is you know user satisfaction measured across these three metrics. And uh, the, the important thing here is, is the difference between implementation and, and consulting, like advice, advisory um, input. So they're not getting access to your hands with an advisory retainer. They're getting access to your brains. And if that's what you're doing, even if your expertise is design and you want to call it, call yourself a designer and call what you're doing design, you're still just giving advice about design. You're not executing or implementing or building anything. So to me, that's the big difference. So can a designer offer an advisory retainer? Absolutely. Anybody who's a professional and expert in their field and has a, a, a worldview and a viewpoint and can articulate that and has expertise and clients trust them, uh, they're an authority, yeah, you can totally do an advisory retainer. All right, I think that's, yeah, I think that answers the question. Hopefully it does. All right, I'm Jonathan Stark, and this, if you have a question, uh, hashtag AskJonathan on YouTube, Twitter, or LinkedIn, and we'll get to it as soon as we can. See ya. Would you like to learn how to get paid what you're worth? How about selling your expertise and not your labor? We work through all of this together in the pricing seminar. Pre-registration starts soon, and you can sign up to be among the first to know when early bird pricing is announced at thepricingseminar.com. That URL again is thepricingseminar.com. Hope to see you there. Hey, Jonathan again. Do you have questions about how to improve your business? Things like value pricing your work instead of billing for your time or positioning yourself as the go-to person in your space, or maybe productizing your services so you never have to have another awkward sales call or spend hours writing another custom proposal. Book a one-on-one coaching call with me and get answers to these questions and others in the time it takes you to get ready for work in the morning. Best of all, you're covered by my 100% satisfaction guarantee. If at the end of the call you don't feel like it was worth it, just say the word and I'll refund your purchase in full. To book your one-on-one coaching call, go to jonathanstark.com slash call, C-A-L-L. That URL again is jonathanstark.com slash call. Hope to see you there.